Welcome to the My St Albans podcast. Local people talking about the local area and their lives. For licensing and copyright reasons, we're unable to include the music originally broadcast with this episode. Here's Matthew Big. And good evening and welcome to My St Albans. Um, and what a, what a great guest we have tonight. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Keith Attlee. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? Hello, Matt. I'm absolutely... Uh... Fine, I'm a pip and a dandy. How are you? Good, good. Um, Keith, for, for our listeners at home that don't know you, I you wear many hats. Um, uh, do you want to just do a little brief intro? Yeah, I suppose I, mean, I wear many hats, both literal and metaphorical. So I'm uh, I've known Matt uh, since the uh, the film festival started. So I'm uh, an avid uh, film nut. So I've been involved in the film festival. Um, I've lived in St Albans for a Oh, I suppose not far of 20 years and, and its environs. But uh, a lot of you will know me from uh, the market. Um, I run with my colleague, Patrick, who's the owner, um, Eat Whole Foods. So if you see a, uh, a large guy uh, with a hat and a long beard uh, spouting out about uh, nuts and seeds, then that's me giving you um, sunshine and laughter when it's food that you're after. Well, I like that intro. Wow. Yeah. And Keith, I, I, I have known you from the uh, our film festival and um, sadly we haven't seen each other for a while because of the current situation. Um, but yeah, I think um, you're, you're now known as uh, one of the, the characters of, of the market. How, uh, how, how's the market going? Cold at the moment, I'm guessing. Yeah, very, very cold. Obviously we're, we're, we're having a chat in the middle of a very cold spell. Um, it is cold. Um, I heard a, a phrase once saying there's, there's, there's nothing as such as bad weather. It's just inappropriate clothing. So uh, the trick is uh, several pairs of socks, lots of layering, uh, frequent visits to some of our lovely food trucks. And, um, yeah, obviously a lot of businesses, the market included, is going through really tough times uh, with this, um, this kind of uh, bacterial war that we're in at the moment. But um, it's getting there. But there's a... There's a lot going on. Yeah. And, and for our listeners uh, uh, who are listening at home, um, we're currently recording in the middle of February. So we are going through a cold snap. Um, when this show goes out, it might not be so cold, but it definitely is cold. And I do I do feel for those uh, those traders out there uh, standing on that cold floor. So, um, Keith, welcome. Go on. It's a bit chilly, but... We'll survive. <laughs> good effort, good effort. So, Keith, thank you for doing the show. Uh, thank you for coming on tonight. Um, it's a it's it's a simple process. Um, it's seven questions, seven songs. Are you ready to go? Yeah, far away. So you said you sort of lived in St Albans for around 20 years. What, what are your earliest sort of memories of the city? Um, like a lot of people, I, I, I was born and brought up in uh, North London. And then spent a lot of my life living in West London. But as a small child, um, there was the obligatory day school trip to St Albans to look at the Roman ruins, which I think was on the curri curriculum of many um, kids in the 60s and early 70s. Um, I kind of first moved over here, uh, start of the 2000s. Unfortunately, I, my uh, first marriage kind of broke down or whatever. And some friends pulled me out and said, come on, let's go out for a drink and let's come and uh, we'll go to St Albans. And there was um, a tribute band playing at, at the Horn. So they pulled me uh, over to the Horn. Um, I love music, love bands. Not a big fan of tribute bands. Not knocking them, but I'd rather see the real thing. This was a, a Hendrix tribute, so wouldn't have been able to see the real thing. 
Um, and um, my now wife Julie was um, was in there chatting with some friends, and um, I got talking, and uh, one thing led to another, and I kind of moved over here. It would have been about the start of two thousand and three, um, and uh, I've been in in the kind of area ever since. Oh, excellent! That's a great that's a great love story for the horn. That's brilliant. <laughs> well, I think I think she was most surprised because I I don't drink. I'm completely teetotal. And I hadn't ever really spoken uh, to another lady in a kind of romantic sense for kind of years. Well, I was married for a long time previously. And I kind of started talking. And I had some, this is a thing you'd never hear in the horn again. I had some, <laughs> some tickets. My, my firm that I was working for at the time, I was a bank manager, was um, involved in, in the arts and was, was putting on an exhibition at the National Gallery of uh, Titian. The famous old painter, uh, Renaissance painter, and I said, "Would you like to go to a Titian exhibition?" Now that has probably never been spoken in the horn before, and probably never will again. <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant! And um, what's the first song you've got for us? I, I, I know it's not a Hendrix song. What have you got? No, no, no. Well, the first song it, it kind of, well, when I was looking through all the, the the interesting choices you've got on your playlist, this took me right back. Um, this is the last farewell by Roger Whittaker. Now this is uh, this is one for the teenagers. Um, people of a certain age will um, will know him. He was a wonderful South African guy, uh, balladeer who who most of his songs involved whistling, um, and it just takes me back to being I don't know probably seven eight nine, and I just thought wow Roger Whittaker got a got a hand. And that on. was the last farewell by Roger Whittaker. Good start, Keith. Good start. Um, so this is My St Albans uh, on Radio Verulam, um, and we've got uh, Keith Asley with us today. Uh, so Keith, sum up St Albans in three words. Right. I mean, I was I was really thinking about that. Um, historic, I think, is the first word because obviously it, it is a historic city, what with links to the Romans and uh, St Alban, uh, and and even modern day history. There's lots of links in it. Obviously, the Abbey. Um, I think it's a surprising city. I think I think it's got lots of surprises. It's got some lots of hidden gems. It's got some interesting parts. It's got some old parts. It's got some very old parts. And then I think certainly through this last year we've had of of, of turmoil with lockdown and and various things going on. The biggest thing for me is community. Now I know obviously I'm I'm in the market, so I kind of see a lot of people central. But community, the sense of community, has been absolutely phenomenal. That's the real thing that sticks out as a word for me. Yeah, um, three great words there. I love the word surprising. And yeah, St. always does always spring up a little surprise here and there, and especially uh, sort of uh, people coming to the city. You know, they get kind of some, sometimes a very unexpected view of, uh, of this city. And I love, the, I love the word community. I think you are pretty much at the heart of it, centre of, you know, of the city, on the market, you must see all kinds of characters and you know it is tough out there at the moment it really is tough and i think um i think if if we can keep one thing going after lockdown after the pandemic whenever that might be i think if we can hold on to that sense of community uh, in the way that it has happened over the last 12 months i think you know that's something that we just have to we have to keep oh absolutely that's that's the most important thing i mean we've seen community all over the place um, with, with small people doing doing small acts and doing big acts and all sorts of things. 
but but I mean we we as a as a store you know and as a as a kind of business we firmly believe that the community buy from us so we want to give back to them so we've helped the um, the food bank we sponsored one of the fantastic uh, uh, post box toppers we've done other things so so you know we we kind of feel it's a circular thing so what comes around goes around so yeah absolutely community for me is that absolute key yeah brilliant brilliant and what's the second song you've got for us well second song i, I anybody that knows me i could not do without this um this man has kind of been the soundtrack to my life really this is uh, born to run by bruce springsteen i first um i can remember uh buying that in about 74 75 and in those days it was all vinyl and in those days you'd often take your albums into school to discuss um and i that just stuck with me and all of his stuff has done i've probably seen him the act the most of any people probably about 14 or 15 times um and it's absolutely tremendous i can i can remember particularly 4th of july 1985 at wembley stadium um uh seeing seeing him play there i mean seen him many times since and before uh but that kind of stuck out in my memory and that was bruce springsteen born to run um yeah great great tune that uh keith love that love that so um who's your hero keith who's your who's your st Albans hero well I, I think just carrying on from what we were saying before uh the boss came on um I think community is my is my big thing, and and I can't particularly pick one, but I'll just chuck a couple of names out, and and this isn't in any way favoritism over over um over the others, but during this this last period there have been some amazing people, uh, Jamie West who's who's the landlord of the Heron Hounds who's been cooking for the homeless and cooking his socks off supporting disadvantaged people, he's a fantastic guy up there. Um, Rhea from the Sockwell Community Hub that woman is just amazing she's absolutely phenomenal in not only helping people with food parcels children with tech parcels to help with learning old people with, with cakes and flowers to, to make sure they're you know still still cheerful um, and then uh, there's, a, there's a, a group of ladies you will have come across the, the Hearts Action for the Homeless and Those Less Advantaged. Um, a couple of them I know quite well, Lynn and, and Sharon. They do a fantastic job with our, with our, you know, people that are local that are, you know, haven't always had the best start in life or in a situation where they're, you know, um, haven't got anybody around them, rough sleepers, all sorts of different things. And, and they are really helpful and supportive and non-judgmental and just really trying to, to help those people that are in our community so there's there's plenty of others but just those few people i mean you know to me those are the heroes you know when you see them um, uh, you know the honors lists and um you know an actor a singer or a sports person gets gets awarded something that's great but that's their job you know and we're talking about people that are going above and beyond to show care and compassion and love and support, which I think is absolutely vital. That's the cornerstone for me. So yeah. um, that's you um, know, it's one person. It, it's those 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 few names, but in general, the, uh, the the kind of people that have really stepped up. Yeah, look, Keith, I'm really glad you didn't say one person because I think those people you've mentioned, 
you know, I've seen from afar. I don't, I don't know those people, but they, you know, the guy, the hare and hounds, I've seen what he's been doing and absolutely brilliant. You know, they, you know, some of these people, they've got other things, you know, in their lives that they have to deal with and, you know, just to, just to take themselves away and do other stuff and yeah. just many to help, have, it's, help people. It's amazing. Yeah. Many have got kids, many, you know, um, those, those publicans, you know, you know, St Albans publicans, there's a lot of them. It's a, it's a great old city full of pubs and, and, and they're really under the cosh at the moment and doing that, you know, we've supported them where we can. Um, I urge anybody to support them if they can, if they, if they go in the market, here's a, if you think, oh, I'll treat myself to another cup of coffee, then then maybe not. But obviously, as long as you're supporting one of the local coffee shops, think, I know what I'll do. Check with somebody, you know, look on the, the St. Albans Facebook pages. And if there's somebody like that, that that's cooking that might want a donation. Well, you, you know, St. Albans Market, often towards the end of the day, you can pick up a case of tomatoes for two or three pounds, you know. And most weeks I, I pick up a couple of boxes of tomatoes and drop round to Jamie so he can use them in whatever recipe. It's cost me three or four quid. That's probably the, the, the price of a, of a coffee and a cake. I don't need a coffee and a cake. Somebody else may need a meal. So, you know, if people are around, just check. You know, a lot of the people that are cooking for things, a lot of people, obviously things have changed due to all the regulations and i wouldn't suggest you lump one particular person with anything um and the same with the food bank you know they're they're obviously in need of vital bits and pieces and think oh well i won't have a cup of coffee or what i might have spent on a pint yes try and put it away for the to have a drink when the pubs come back but in between think ah you know i've got two or three quid you know when i would have had a coffee going out let's let's buy a you know a kilo of pasta and give to the food bank or something like that yeah oh keith there's yeah that's a great answer keith you are you know as i said at the top of the hour we we spoke and I, i've known you a while and you've always i don't know you 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 always do the right thing you're always helping you and you know you've been involved in every film festival and you just volunteer yeah. you help you know and you've mentioned some really really cool people there that as you said going above and beyond but you know you you might need to group yourself with those people uh keith you're doing some good stuff um what's your oh, next song keith what you got that's very nice of you um so the next one is um fall your feet by by crowded house now i love crowded house um i think they're a tremendous kind of finely finely crafted uh pop band and kind of rock band um, obviously thought of in high esteem because um, Neil Finn, the lead singer, was, was recently co-opted on to, to join Fleetwood Mac on a temporary basis when they when they fired uh, Lin Lindsay Buckingham. So um, he was kind of a member of, uh, of Crowded House. This bag brings about memories of uh, in the mid-90s, I, I was involved with uh, the London Broncos professional rugby league team in the capacity of kind of organising kit and being a kind of team manager, not not coach, but being a team manager. And we had a lot of um, Aussies and a lot of Kiwis uh, in the team. And on the team bus, Crowded House would be a very popular band to uh, play as we travelled up and down uh, to play games up in, you know, Yorkshire and, uh, and Lancashire. And that was Crowded House and Fall at Your Feet. Um, I, I I know you've done many things, Keith, I, and uh, 
I didn't know you were a rugby league team manager. That's a, that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> Absolutely oh, brilliant. Absolutely. I, hope that, I hope that song brought back memories. I hope that song brought back it did, memories. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. We, had, we had lots of Aussies and, and lots of Kiwis and some some uh, some great some great times through through um, through some of the Kiwis very very quickly. Um, they they taught me how to do the haka, and I had to go when I was working in the bank. I, I went for a, a secondment for a, only for a, a month to kind of run a kind of training event. And when you went to the interview, you had to, to kind of do something different. And before me, there were people singing and kind of dancing. And I thought I can't do any of that. So I thought, I know, I'll do the haka, and um, I did, and I uh, and I got the position for uh, a month or six weeks. So that was good fun. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, what's your um, what's your hidden gem? What have you got for us? Well, hidden hidden gem. I was, I, you know, it, it it could be lots of things, but I would say, um, obviously, being a market trader, I'm very much about supporting the small business and shopping local. So I would say the hidden gem that we've got is. Um, in Heritage Close, uh, tucked uh, around the way, you know, from the clock tower, down in the in the shadow of the Abbey, is the fantastic Empire Records. Now, I've been a, a vinyl addict since, you know, I bought my first records on vinyl when I was about 11 or 12. That's almost 50 years ago. But Empire Records is a fantastic place. You know, it's, it's Lovely staff, um, Eddie and Dave are, are, are fantastic guys. You know, I mean, they know my love of Springsteen. If anything Springsteen or Springsteen related comes up, I'll get a message even before it's released saying, Yeah, all right, Keith, we put one aside for you. But it's just warm and friendly. You know, they're surviving now doing um, online and doing click and collect at odd times and, uh, you know, putting up uh, secondhand stuff on uh, Discogs and some of the other sites. But it's a real friendly place. It's not kind of uh, frightening that you can only go in if you're a real muso. It's great. And um, record store day, I love queuing up, uh, you know, get there at five o'clock and, and queue up on record store day and get my stuff early and then go straight straight to work on the store. But it's a real nice community place. Yeah, I, I, I like Empire. I think... Um... I've got a, I've got a player at home and and uh, yeah vinyl is uh, it's a great it's a great way to listen to music and um, it, we it's just shops like that are just brilliant where you just can go in and you end up buying something that you don't normally like you your your intention isn't to get that you just end up with something because it's just there and it's lovely yeah. and you can browse and people there are so knowledgeable but yeah I like that good shout um so song number four what have you got for us okay song number four well this 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 is a fantastic guy uh this is the great nick Lowe, and um one of my dear friends the the uh the great uh broadcaster uh tv and, and radio and writer uh danny baker always says every day is nick Lowe's birthday so whenever i see nick Lowe, or even my wife you know nick Lowe comes on the radio we look at each other and go it's his birthday today so um, Nick, uh, the Bard of Brentford, um, whose middle name is a, is a family middle name. Everybody in his family have got the same middle name, which is Drain. So he's Nick Drain Lowe is his real name. Um, and this is a wonderful two and a half, three minutes of perfect pop, Cruel to be Kind. And that was Cruel to be Kind by Nick Lowe. And if you're listening, Nick, happy birthday. Um, 
We're on uh, Mice and Organs on Radio Verulam, um, and we're still here with the lovely Keith Asley. How are you doing, Keith? All well? F and D, fine and dandy. Excellent, excellent. Um, and listeners, if you like this show, um, there, there's a uh, there's a podcast series that you can go online, uh, radioverulam.com, and, and download. Um, Keith is our 18th guest, so if you've missed any of the previous shows and you want to catch up, um, it's all there on, online. Um, so, Keith, um, explain your perfect St Albans day from start to finish. Yeah, I think um, a nice walk in the morning. Um, during lockdown, I've got into a lot of walking, so I've been doing lots of walking, and there's great places to walk. Um, I was very lucky. You were very nicely asked me the other year for the film festival to do a, uh, a walk encompassing lots of um, film uh, information. That was really good fun. Um, and lately, been walking a lot over um, Ellenbrook Fields that were obviously used uh, for filming of Band of Brothers by uh, Steven Spielberg and um, uh, and Tom Hanks when that was done twenty years ago. So my perfect would would be a walk, um, plenty of coffee, seeing as I don't drink. So I'll probably stop off first in um, Marshall's Wick at Fate to Black, which is a great coffee shop. Um, <clears throat> interesting enough, half of the old Barclays Bank, uh, where I did work for a short while. Um, then walk further into town, um, stop off for another coffee at Wallington Street. Um, the guys there are lovely, I'll always spend time and uh, chat to them. And then it'd be uh, books and music, really. So uh, a mooch down to Books on the Hill, have a look in there. Um, a mooch down to Empire Records, uh, have a good old look in there. Stop on at the, the way if... Um, if lockdown allows and uh, have a chat with my mate Morgan Howe uh, in his gallery in um, Christopher Place. Um, and then if it was an ideal day, it would be summer. And so uh, the, the film uh, film festival will be on and, uh, you know, take a stroll down. After picking up some food at one of the food trucks, um, our good friend, one of your previous uh, correspondents on this show, uh, Tara from Tara's Vegan Treats. If she, you know, if, if her store was was knocking about, would have some from her, uh, possibly outside the film festival, or um, a lovely bit of uh, vegan paella from Carmelo, uh, the paella guy in the market, and then really just uh, chill out watching a film. Well, I say chill out. I'll probably be rushing around working and uh, and helping you guys on the um, uh, on the film festival. But that would be a a good day. Walking, coffee, mooching, eating music and movies <laughs> that's a great day we'd give you a day off keith you wouldn't have to work on the uh, film festival day we'd give you a day off don't worry about that but yeah i do remember you did a um you did a walking tour uh about god maybe two years three years ago yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, for the listeners keith uh spent about two hours strolling around st albans pointing out all of the great tv and film that had been uh uh, being produced here and it you know we've got a great history uh for, for tv and film and uh it St Albans as a backdrop gets used a lot um and and yeah picking up on your other things I, you know look that that food element on the market is lovely I love it down that bottom end and um yeah Tara's a favorite the paella guy uh Mr Pizza guy yeah some really really great places to eat and I recommend even even if you the, the, you know you don't get into town on a Wednesday or a Saturday, try try and visit that food end of the market. It's really really good, really nice. Um, so, Keith, 
Um, moving swiftly on uh, to your fifth song, uh, a bit of Otis Redding. Yeah, um, Dock of the Bay. I thought I'd um, I thought I'd choose that. That's a, a fantastic uh, song. Obviously, mainly written by uh, Steve uh, Steve Cropper, who some people will know with one of the uh, the original Blues Brothers band in the um, in the film The Blues Brothers, uh, and part of Booker T and the MGs. Uh, Steve the Colonel Cropper. Donald Duck done the guitar, uh, the uh, bass player, and um, Steve Cropper was was one of those guys. I mean, music is absolutely uh, pulses through my veins. Uh, can't play an instrument, can't sing for Toffee, but I absolutely love music and its history, and I will soak it up like a sponge. I, I'm an avid reader, and I will read until the cows come home. And ninety percent of my books are music history, music and and and, and social cultural history combined. So, yeah, so this was um, written by uh, Steve Cropper um, and uh, a great song. And that was Otis Redding uh, sitting on a dock of a bay. Um, so, Keith, if you were mayor, and I think, quite frankly, you should be, if you were mayor of St Albans for one day, what would you do in that day? Well, I think, I mean, I'll say a couple of, of not contentious, but slightly things. I think the whole uh, town centre, road closure, parking needs to be really looked at. I mean, uh, and I definitely think the, the speed limit needs to come down in the town centre to, to, to try and ease, ease things. I think um, it needs to look at um, development. You know, sometimes there's things being built on, uh, on the greenfield sites that shouldn't be. Um, the council needs to look at, at things like still using pesticides, still wasting money on, on, on various, um, you know, uh, chopping down trees, um, you know, where, where kind of planning maybe shouldn't. So that's the kind of slightly contentious thing. And obviously the market is a big issue, lots going on around that. That's on the contentious side. On the, on the fun side, if I was mayor for a day, I've always thought it would be great to have some kind of race from the top of Hollywell Hill, clear, clear all the cars out and start at the top of Hollywell Hill, um, right, you know, on the crossroads, right at the top um, by um, the pubs and that, uh, is it Raft, the, um, the kind of furniture shop, all the way down Hollywell Hill, finishing at a finish line by Westminster Lodge. <coughs> And it's to and it's to see what can get down the quickest, and it would and it would be between uh, a golf ball, a bowling ball, and, and maybe a whole edam. Now, obviously, that obviously could could kind of shed its shed its red peel depending on the road surface. But I just think that would be a fantastic race, and that's completely oh, right and silly. But in life, you have to have a percentage of silly. I once right, let's digress slightly. I once pitched an idea to have a, uh, a, a sort of uphill cycling race on, Orly on Hollywell Hill, uh, like a, you know, like a hill climb uh, for cyclists. Yeah. And the people I was pitching to looked at me as if I was a lunatic, right? What, what was I thinking? I thought it was a brilliant idea at the time. And I was generally serious about it. However, a bull race down Hollywell Hill sounds like so much more fun. I love that Absolutely. idea. Let, right, Keith, make him, someone make him mayor. Let's get that idea done. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Love that. Um, and yeah, really quickly, 
speed limit it it doesn't need to be 30 miles an hour it could be 20 you know the amount of lives it would get saved um and you know from traveling at 20 miles an hour instead of 30 miles an hour will not hinder your day whatsoever uh so yeah that's my take on that uh song song number six keith moving on what have you got for us uh, i've got once in a lifetime by the wonderful talking heads um generally i think um music and culture that came out in the 80s wasn't really my cup of tea there was a lot of 80s stuff that i didn't really care for but the talking heads are the exception and david byrne is an absolute genius <coughs> if anybody hasn't seen it um his tour he did the other year called american utopia that went around the world uh, was recently filmed uh, i think about 18 months ago by spike lee and it's now out you can get it on amazon prime you can get it on other platforms and it is the best concert film you will ever, ever see. I was so impressed. I stood up in my front room and clapped the television after watching it. So coming up is the magnificent David Byrne and Talking Heads with Once in a Lifetime. And that was Once in a Lifetime by Talking Heads. Um, this is my St Albans on Radio Verulam. Um yeah, Keith, we're coming to the end. Our final question. Um, so what have you got going on? What are your plans for the future, Keith? What, what's what's coming up once we once we get out of lockdown? What's coming up? Well, hopefully we'll get out of lockdown soon. Um, I think it's it's really just to, to um, a couple of things. Um, really try and reinforce what we've been trying to do on the um, on the market stall, encourage people to be uh, responsible in, in buying stuff support local you know don't don't come along and 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 always buy from from uh you know from chain coffee shops from supermarkets support the local guys go to the smaller coffee shops come to stores like us come to small independent shops <clears throat> so i think it's really trying to reinforce that we've got sus, uh, sustainable St albans uh, month coming up soon so i'll we're going to be looking at doing some stuff with that i've been looking to get involved with um some other local uh, organisations. A uh, lovely lady who, uh, Danielle, who does cookery lessons, the Cobbled Kitchen. Uh, we're going to do a little bit with, with her. Um, the main thing for me is uh, on my allotment. Uh, I've got stuff starting to sprout already, waiting to be transplanted when it gets a bit better. So it will be um, out on the allotment, which is fantastic. Uh, fresh air, growing your own food is brilliant. And, and we get lots of people that I chat to and give gardening advice and, and whatever on the um, on the stall. And it's it's a great thing. Uh, growing your own, I think in the last lockdown, a lot of people probably started to grow their own. And uh, that is, is where I spend a lot of my time working, walking, drinking coffee, listening to music and uh, allotment hearing. Wow. I'd love an allotment. I really would. I think I, I think I'd thrive on allotment. Just, you know, they're, they're, just growing, growing stuff, eating stuff, brilliant. It's it's it absolutely. There's nothing like homegrown fresh fresh food, and and I would also you know encourage people. I won't I won't push it in their face, but but go more plant powered. You know, have meat free Mondays, yes. uh, have uh, fresh red fresh veg Friday. You know, start to bring in a bit more plant powered stuff, and and maybe one or two days less meat a week you know i'm not going to be a a kind of aggressive in your face but you'll feel better for it and the key thing is you know there's no planet b 
we've got to do things uh, to save this planet. You know, my, 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 one of my great heroes is, is, is uh, King David, as we call him in our house, King David Attenborough. So, you know, just, 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 you know, look at what he's saying and kind of start to act on it. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer, Keith. Good answer. Um, Keith, what's your final song? Final one. Well, um, I've just had my birthday and my birthday's at the start of February. And always at the start of February, there's always three things in the, within a few days of each other that, that always that I always remember. So my birthday's on the 5th. Um, on the 3rd, uh, it's the the, uh, the year before I was born on the 3rd of February, uh, was when Buddy Holly died in a plane crash. Always remember that. And on the 2nd of February, the day before that, uh, that is Groundhog Day. So that is when uh, in Pugsatawney, Pennsylvania, uh, they go to the burrow and get Pugsatawney Phil, the groundhog, out. And uh, depending on whether we can see his shadow or not, depending on whether we're going to have more winter and more bad weather or not. And if you've ever seen the film, which if you haven't, please do. It's tremendous with the great Bill Murray, uh, who has a restaurant with a uh, with the slogan is eat, drink and be Murray. Uh, this is a song that repeats and repeats and repeats in the movie. And it's uh, Sonny and Cher with I've Got You, Babe. And that was Sonny and Cher, I Got You, Babe. Um, it is a great film, Groundhog Day. It's a brilliant film. A few years ago, uh, we, we screened that film in the Ye Old Fighting Cocks. And we screened it on the very first day of the, of the festival at seven o'clock. And on the, the next night, we screened it again at, eight, at seven o'clock. And then the next night, we screened it again at seven o'clock. Right. And we showed that film pretty much every day of the festival for two weeks uh, in that pub. Um, it's brilliant. I love that film. And I think, um, yeah. And what a great song to end on, Keith. What a great song to end on. Um, I, I just have to say thank you. Thank you for coming on tonight. I really, really appreciate it. I think... Um, you know, I knew you'd be a great guest. I just, you have so many stories. And as I said, you have so many hats. You have such a, a varied life. I think to anyone that is out and about in St. Albans on a market day, go to the very top near the beach house. Go and say hello to Keith because he is one human being that will always say hello back. He's a lovely man. Keith, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I hope you've enjoyed your evening. Yeah, and a, uh, yeah, a, this is my song. It's been a pip and a dandy, as I always say. Look up, not down. Look forward, not back. Oh, brilliant! Well, way to end, Lejo. This is my St Albans, and this was Keith Asley. Thanks, Keith. My St Albans was presented by Matthew Big. Production editing was by Troy Williams. You can find more local people talking about their lives and the local area in the podcast series. Just subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. If you'd like to support our free podcasts, head to radioverulam.com slash donate. Thank you.